You're listening to All You Ride on Future Drive Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, tis I, Royston Charmaine. Welcome back to Future Drive Radio for another week. Uh, the opening track there was Ollie Ride, um, British vocalist who's been working with FM84 uh, on his music, doing the vocals for uh, his songs for ooh, about two and a half years now, maybe more than that. Actually. I don't know uh, when their relationship dates back to. I just know how long I've been listening to his voice. And uh, that's his debut single. He's signed uh, himself now with New Retro Wave. 
um, with the it's got his own um, record coming out, and that's the first single off it. Uh, Overcome, great track. That's such a damn, that that sounds like it could actually be from the eighties. If if you if you downgrade the sound quality just a little so that it sounds like it's actually being produced in the eighties, that yeah, that can that could be a that could be a Peter Gabriel track. Very jumpy, um, very nice light flow. I, I love that track. That's fantastic. Now, the second track. I, I've been debating when to do this. Any, any of you who follow me on Facebook or Twitter um, will be aware of what's coming now. Uh, I think I'm just going to get this out of the way right off the bat. Uh, the next track that you're going to hear is by me. Uh, Royston Charmaine. <laughs> uh, it's called Objects in Space, um, which is just a title that I like. Um, it's a title, it's what I was going to have as a band name years ago. Um, and then I was going to, it's just a thing, it's just a, a, a cup of words put in a row that I, I like the sound of, same as Royston Charmaine. Um, and I've, been, I've mentioned on the show before that years ago, I uh, used to play around with trying to make music like this before realizing that I can't. Um, and lately I've been trying it again. And this is the result of it. Uh, it's not great. It's below the standard of the other artists on this show. It, if it was made by someone else, I don't know if I'd put it on the show. Um, but I want opinions on it, and I want constructive feedback of how I can improve on it. Um, so yeah, hit me up in the comments, let me know. Um, and let's be honest, if you make, if I, if I was going to make my own music, of course I'm going to put it on the show. I thought about not doing, but why, that wouldn't make sense. Why would I not do it? So, this is Objects in Space by Roast and Charmaine. Hope you enjoy it. Once the lion has taken his glutton shell, and the remainder is left, the game is fair for those who remain to fight for their morsel. Any who choose not to fight of course will suffer the consequences of their weakness, and no fate imaginable could be as bleak as staring down the barrel of dying alone, unknown. But there's no need to believe all that you've been shown, for theirs is the darkness, so yours can be light. Lay down your arms, give up the fight. Leave to the lions their perilous prize. Face up to the challenge. Look life in her eyes. Feel the fear that she placed in you and ride it like a wave. For in the absence of fear, it is impossible to be brave. 
Tell her that you will not play her game this day, for all we are as objects in space anyway.
video for that track by Trevor something, it's called Playing Me by the way. The music video for that track, uh, I don't know if that'll still be on YouTube. It was on YouTube the other day when the track first launched. Um, I seriously doubt that it's still there now. Uh, it's not safe for work. Uh, it involves a model whose name I did know, but I've forgotten now. Really sorry. Find the music video. Um, you'll find her name. Uh, Trevor something has accredited her as far better than I did. In fact, I've got YouTube open. Let's see if it's still there. Uh, Trevor something playing me. Um, let's see. Unless YouTube algorithms might have grabbed it and got rid of it. <laughs> Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? It doesn't appear to be there. Oh, it is. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. Uh, the track isn't new, by the way. The track is about six months old. Um, but the music video is new. And <laughs> I saw it on my feed and I was like, whoa, okay. And, um, because I was watching the, the video, I was like, this is actually a great track. I'm going to put it in the show. And the video is still there. Um, let's have a look if I can find that person's name, that lovely person's name who uh, has boobs. Uh, Trish Collins. Uh, her Instagram is Trish Collins does not, ex- not Trish Collins does not exist, uh, but she does, and so does her bum, and it exists in that video as well. <laughs> anyway, next up uh, is an artist uh, called The Sweeps. As I am recording this, uh, this track dropped thirty-eight minutes ago. I'm pretty quick onto this one. Um, as you're listening, it was yesterday. Uh, the Sweeps, brand new track. This is called Once in a Lifetime. I've written there, Once a Lifetime. So it's a good job that I actually have SoundCloud open as well. Otherwise, I would have said the name wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, uh, this is from a new album that's going to be coming out in November called The Comfort of the Twilight Zone, which is a great name for an album. Um, yeah, that's it. The Sweeps, Once in a Lifetime.
welcome to the French part of the show. Uh, because that last track, uh, which was Expect by Run, and the next track, which is by Tainsus, are both produced by French people, and that is the only similarity that these two tracks have, <laughs> to be honest, because that, Expect, was a dark, brooding, thrilling track. Um, he's tagged it as Dark Wave, and I agree. That that was very dark. That was very... That's a, a you know a city in the rain, a police chase. That's a real gripper of a track. I really enjoy tracks like that. But I often like to just oppose on this show, so we will go... To another Parisian artist, but uh, actually, uh, Tainsus is from Paris. Is run from Paris? Doesn't specify. We'll go to another French artist <laughs> with a completely different track. This one's called That Girl, Those 80s, That Love, which is a great name. There's full stops in there, by the way. That's three sentences. That is a three sentence song title. Um, this track is just a fun. You well. I told you the title, That Girl, Those 80s, That Love. You know what the track's going to be. Let's just play it.
that little diversion there. Uh, that track, uh, which is Dreamcatcher by Vanilla from the album Origin from a few years ago now, is not synthwave. It's kind of kind of chill hop. I don't know. I, I've never had any. There's so many, so many genre titles in this kind of field of music. I, I don't really know what anything is, if I'm honest. But that that doesn't really fit with the rest of the show. But in, in my opinion, it does because it has a similar. Well, it doesn't do it in the same way. It has a similar vibe and gives me a similar feeling to the way that synthwave does. Kind of something that I could dance to, head bob to, but also something that I can be at peace listening to. Um, and that particular track, the album, by the way, is incredible. If you want to, if you if you're skeptical on chill hop, or if you're curious about chill hop, uh, the first place to start would be that album by Vanilla called Origin. It's brilliant. Um, that's probably one of my two favorite tracks off it. That one and um, oh no, I'm so bad with names of things. Oh, if I can, I, I, I've got the hook in my head. No, it's gone. It's track five. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, oh, that's really going to annoy me. I'm going to have to Google it, aren't I? I'll, I'll Google it whilst I'm talking about other things. Um, the reason I put that track in the show this week is because I was listening to it, because I was talking uh, to Jupiter in Statue about it, because uh, in a lot of his work, he incorporates a kind of oriental sound, um, which led me to talk to him about that track, uh, because... I love it, and it it has that kind of oriental vibe. It feels kind of I'm not sure if it's Japanese or Chinese. I can picture it in both. I can I think it's just generally that kind of uh, East Asia sort of sound. Uh, this is just telling me about the origins of the plant vanilla. That's not really what I'm after here. There we go. It's going to start playing now, though. If unless I click pause quick enough, there you go. Paused it zero zero zero. Oh yeah. Uh, the track I like footsteps. I was right. It's track five. Yeah. Great track. Uh, not the one you just heard, though. <laughs> and not the one you're about to hear, either. Uh, the one you're about to hear is Moonchild by Jupiter Sin Statue, the track that I was talking to him about. Um, I don't think this is quite finished. He messaged me the other day saying he was going to send me a finished version in a couple of days. Uh, the show's beating it to the bunch. I think this is still the unfinished version. Um, but, you know, that's because... Uh, so a, f- a few a few artists that contact me regularly, they discuss their music with me, which is amazing. I don't know anything, but <laughs> they still discuss it with me. Um, and yeah, it's it's incredible to me that people that producers want to discuss their music with me. And this track, Moonchild, is one such track. I hope you enjoy. It.
Hero there with a track straight out of a, a classic arcade game. That's a, I love that kind of sound. Um, I don't want to saturate the show with it too much because I think if you had a full hour of that sound, it would become a bit uh, grating. But for two and a half, three minutes at a time, wonderful. Just so much fun. And uh, that uh, Super, Space, Super Space Hero by Heartbeat Hero is a wonderful example of it. That came out earlier this week, and it's a track that I adore. Now, next up, it's a brand new track, which I'm really excited about because it's by one of my favourite ever synth artists and one of the first ones that I ever really got into, uh, Nightrunner. And uh, I believe Nightrunner is Mexican. Uh, I should really have this kind of stuff up in front of me before I start talking about it. Um, I don't know why I sang that. <laughs> But that's happened now. Yes, he is from Mexico. He is Mexican. I'm right. And uh, earlier this week, he, as well as uh, sharing one of my shows, thank you, uh, he, um, he released a brand new track. Uh, he's two albums in to his career, and his first album is one of the first, it's probably the first full album other than Kavinsky's that I ever listened to. Uh, synth album, anyway. Not, you know, in my life. Um, but on his last album as well was fantastic particular track magnum bullets which i've played on the show i think three times it's fantastic and this is a new single from him which hopefully hopefully will lead to another new album might be being a bit greedy there but you know a boy can dream this anyway this is hellhound and this is a binder
there is yet another new track from Kratos Lives, who is probably the most prolifically brilliant synth artist uh, currently going. That track is called Fermi Paradox. And uh, the Fermi Paradox uh, is a wonderful scientific hypothesis, which states, uh, put forward by a man called Fermi, Oh, what was his first name? Enrico. By Enrico Fermi, that talks about... I didn't look it up then, I just remembered. <laughs> that talks about how, um, since the universe is so un- un- incompren- in- uncomprehendably huge, and there are so many billions upon billions upon billions of stars, similar to the one that we are currently revolving around, that the idea that there is an extraterrestrial life out there is almost impossible but at the same time because of how old the universe is and how relatively short amount of time it would take to travel uh, across galaxies the fact that no alien species has ever been shown and proven to have visited earth is kind of a paradox it's kind of surely this extraterrestrial life has to exist because of the sheer size of the universe but because of the sheer age of the universe and Alright, it'll take millions of years to cross just our galaxy, never mind the universe, but millions of years in terms of the age of the universe is a blink of an eye, it's nothing. So why hasn't it happened? Um, and there isn't an answer to it. Uh, that's why it's a paradox. If, it, if there was an answer, it wouldn't be a paradox. And it's the subject of this track, and it's a subject of a track... Um, by one of my favourite metal bands who I didn't like for about didn't wasn't really that into for about part of a decade until their most recent album called The Stage uh, that band is Avenged Sevenfold yes that's a metal band um, and The Fermi Paradox which is a track uh, from that album is one of my favourite tracks from the album uh, and I was going to play it in the show this is true I was going to play it in the show and then I saw that Kato Lives had released the track with the same name I thought, oh, I, I don't want to play two tracks called Fermi Paradise. I was also going to try and make a track called Fermi Paradise, but maybe forcing tracks, maybe forcing tracks to have a certain name isn't the right way to go. Um, but what I've done instead, uh, we are going to play some Avenged. <sighs> Strapping. Um, this song that I'm going to play for you now is my favourite song off Avenged Sevenfold's last album. It's one of my favourite Avenged Sevenfold songs ever. It's one of my favourite metal songs ever. Uh, it's very proggy, very synthy, so you'll like it. But get ready, because it's 15 minutes and 40 seconds long. Yeah, <laughs> it's 15 minutes and 40 seconds long. Um, one second, I'm just going to check uh, the personnel listing. Um, I'm just going to check the personnel listing for the track, because I can't remember exactly who it is that's in it. Well, I, I think I can but I'm just not sure on the name because as we've discovered multiple times over the course of just this show, never mind the show in, in general, I am awful at remembering names of stuff. I'm really impressed with me myself for remembering Enrico Fermi. Um, but uh, the track where, where we... I'm on the album page. Personnel, personnel, personnel. Oh, why doesn't it say... Oh, yeah, there we go. That's his name, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson is heavily featured in this track. Um, I don't know if he recorded him, uh, he recorded a speech for the band, for the album, or if it's just one that they spliced. Um, but from about sort of 10 minutes in, he is speaking 
about the universe, about extraterrestrial life and the probability that it exists. So it does follow on from what we were just talking about. And the track in itself is a true work of art, in my opinion, um, in a way that not that much metal is. Uh, metal tends to be a work of passion, a work of force, of intricate moving parts. It's, it's, it's rare that a piece of metal is a, piece, is a work of art in the same way that, say, you know, a lighter, more emotion-filled song is a work of art. And this, this track doesn't discuss emotion at all. It's just wonderful musicianship and ex just exploring the meaning of what it is to exist. Uh, as the entire album does, to be honest, it's a bit of a... It, I don't know if it's technically really a concept album, um, but all of the tracks discuss just existence and humanity and the universe and how it all can work and how it should and shouldn't work. It's a fantastic album, just give it a listen. Uh, Alright, it's near, n nearer to an hour and a half than an hour, but... It is worth your time. And I'll stop wasting it. I'll just play this track. This is Avengers Sevenfold Exist. I've been Royston and Charmaine. Until next time, drive safe. Peace.
Uncounted people remain homeless. Family calamity abounds. Sufferers hurl themselves into the arms of war. People kill and get killed in the name of someone else's concept of God. Dare we admit that our thoughts and behaviors spring from a belief that the world revolves around us? Each fabricated conflict, self-murdering bomb, and banished airplane, every fictionalized dictator, biased partisan, and wayward son, parts the curtains of society's racial, ethnic, religious, national, and cultural conflicts, and you find the human ego turning the knobs and pulling the When I track the orbits of asteroids, comets, and planets, each one a pirouetting dancer in a cosmic ballet choreographed by the forces of gravity, I see beyond the plight of humans. I see a universe ever-expanding with its galaxies embedded within the ever-stretching four-dimensional fabric of space and time. However big our world is, our hearts, our minds, and our Outside atmospheres, the universe is even bigger. There are more stars in the universe than grains of sand on the world's beaches. More stars in the universe than seconds of time that have passed since Earth formed. More stars than words and sounds ever uttered by all humans who have ever lived. The day we cease exploration of the cosmos is the day we threaten the continuance of our species. In that bleak world, arms-bearing, resource-hungry people and nations would be prone to act on their low-contracted prejudices and would have seen the last gasp of human enlightenment until the rise of a visionary new culture once again embraces the cosmic perspective. A perspective in which we are one, fitting neither above nor below, but within. within.